Hey guys, welcome back to Switch Podcast. I'm Jake. And I'm also Jake, and today we are going to start a new series where we predict the NFL divisions. And today our first division will be the AFC East. So Jake, you could start us off. So I'm just going to tell you what we're going to do. So we're going to first like, say like our standings for if there's a season, next season, or whatever. Then we're going to go on and say like, our like most improved players, some stats. And then I'll say like a rookie of the year, defensive player of that team, like the best player from each like offense, defense, rookies. And that's what we're going to do for, like, every division for our next two podcasts in the series. So, we're going to start off with the standings in the all of my first place team, which is the Buffalo Bills. And I think they're going to go 11 and 5. And I think... Why, do you, st- why do you think that, Jake? I think this because the, the Bills have a very, very skilled and underrated team, on my point. Like, you have Tredavious White on defense. They have a very solid defense. They have, I think Devin Singletary might have another breakout season at running back. They signed Stefan Diggs, who I think is a great, gr- very, very good player. Josh Allen, I think, has, is this very solid. And they just have a very solid defense. I think I think Isaiah McKenzie, who's a top four receiver, is going to play a lot. And Ed Oliver is going to have a breakout season. I think I have a lot, I think that they're going to do really good this season, on my point. So, Jake, um, what's your first place team? So, I also agree with you on your points with the Bills. They have a very nice underrated team. They have some young players coming up, like who you said, um, Ed Oliver. They recently drafted A.J. Espinosa. So I think they have some really young guys who could help them. Obviously now Josh Allen, he had a pretty nice year last year, and they also made a big splash this offseason getting Stephon Diggs, which I think is really going to benefit their offense. So I definitely see this team as a first-place team, and my record prediction is 10-6. and, 10 and six. Okay. Close for the rankings, and I still see that too. So for second place, let's see. Let's have you go first. For so second. I had the Patriots. Um you know, obviously, um, they lost Tom Brady, which is going to really hurt their franchise. He's probably one of the, he's the GOAT. It's going to really, like, make them not the best team anymore. Like, they're still a decent team. They could contend for a wild card. I just don't see them having the same success as they did in a few years. Um, they did. They still have Stefan Gilmore, who's probably the best defensive player in the league. They have some young guys, like Sonny Michelle, a nice offensive piece there. Jared Stidham. We don't know how he's going to play. We we he could be a solid player. He could be the next Tom Brady, or it could be a bust. You never know. Like that's the kind of guy he's going to be. But who do you have for second place? So I also. Oh, what's first on what do you just have them going nine seven? You said or yeah, I had them going nine. Okay. I mean eight and eight. eight, and so, eight. Oh, eight and eight. For me, I nine seven. Also Patriots. But for me, my I, I have the same reasons as you. But I think. I think, my, on my point, I think they're definitely good. I think if Cam Newton's still free agent in a few weeks and they're, he's actually trying to sign somewhere, I think Bill Belton can get him. But if they don't get Cam Newton, worst point, they have to play Stim or Jake Fromm when they recently drafted. And both of those guys are... I guess, no, Jake Fromm went to the Bills. Uh, uh, Bills, yeah, right. So Jake Stim is still like non bad quarterback. I think they could do a lot with him. He could either be a bust or he'd be like a like a Tom Brady type of player. That may not as good as him, but still like be a player that no one really knew about. He still could be pretty good. So I think that they have a very solid... There's okay offense, young pieces, a great defense, and they build out at, co- at coaching. So maybe spot a while. I see them going to the wild card, but I mean, that's all I really have for them. But they're a solid team, so second place in the OCs for me. I definitely agree with there. They have some really good pieces there, which could benefit their team and possibly a wild card team. So I'll start us off with third. This one was a tough choice for me, actually. I was between the Dolphins and the Jets, obviously. I actually went with the Dolphins. I don't think the Jets fans are going to like me there, but... I went with the Dolphins. I just like the Dolphins. They have a very young team, and they also have some really nice players there. They obviously made some big splashes in the offseason, uh, signing Byron Jones, and then they drafted Tua Tua Valala from 
Alabama. So I think they definitely have a lot of young guys coming up who could definitely benefit them in a few years, and possibly they could have a pretty decent year. This year, I have them going 7-9, and nine, which might be a little bit of a push, like maybe like a 6-5 win team, but you never know what this team could do. Like, you don't know if two is going to play or they're going to sit him out for the year just so he could rehab a little bit more. So we'll kind of see what happens, and let's see how the Dolphins do. What so about you, me, Jake? I also had Dolphins easy on my point, even though they suck for a long time. I think this year is definitely gonna, they're going to have a breakout season. I have them going 7-9, which most likely is not a playoff spot, but definitely not as low as the draft that they usually pick. I think that maybe not this season, but the season after, they could get in the wild card spot. They, they're very young and talented. They drafted Tua Tagovailoa, who I love from Bama. They signed, I think, maybe Calvin Moy, but they definitely signed Byron Jones. They're signing a bunch of Patriot dudes. A bunch of very, they had a very good free agency class. They, they signed they had Christian Wilkins in their draft last season. He's a good defender. I think they have a very, very, very young team, and Brian Flores is a young coach. I think there's too many young players, so that's why they're not a playoff team yet. But they have a lot of potential, and I think that they're a very solid team. So, now let's go I to definitely our, agree with you there, Jake. I definitely team. agree with you. Yeah. That's 100%. So, um, in our last great. standing pot spot for the AFC East, both of us have the New York Jets. I'll say my reason why they're last. And going 5 and 11 for me, I'm just in last because they just don't have that mega pieces. I mean, that's the real reason. They, I mean, um, not a great coach, I guess. I think it was Adam Gase still, maybe. Not, I don't see him as a great coach. I mean, they do have Sam Darnold, who has potential. I, don't, I just don't see him being that good yet. I mean, I do have Denzel Mims, who they drafted. No, that's a good draft pick. They also drafted um, they Mekhi Becton, who's also a solid, um, I think, either a boom or a bust, and I'm going to say that later. So they have some young pieces, but it's not as many as like the Dolphins or Bills do. So I still see them being that good yet. I mean, maybe in like three years, they can, or they, if they have a really good draft class or a free agency class next season. But other than that, I still don't see them going far this season. Yeah. So for my, I also have the Jets there, obviously, because of they have some good pieces there. I could admit Jamal Adams is a very good player. Well, he did Le'Veon request Bell's a trade. Just, he did request a trade, so yeah, I don't see him staying I was going to mention that. Yeah, well, he might not be a Jet at the end of the year, but. I think at the end of the year, he's going to be, according to myself and a bunch of people, he's probably going to go to the Cowboys, which I do hate. Obviously, but I don't want that. Honestly, I'm a Giants fan. Honestly, a lot of people probably don't like that unless you're a Cowboys fan because yucky, yucky Cowboys no one really likes. But most likely, they'll be going somewhere not on, not in the AC East. So I don't see him staying there for long. But if he ends up wanting to stay at the Jets, he's one of the best defenders in the league. So well, I think we're really only saying that because we're Giants fans. We don't really like the Cowboys. But. True. Um, moving on, like they said, like Darnold has potential. He just hasn't really shown it. Same thing, Le'Veon Bell. They signed him for a lot of money. They expect him to be the star he was a few years ago. He did not produce. He did not. He did not have productive stats, and that's something that I think he could build off of and have a nice year. But I obviously don't see the Jets going doing that well. Obviously, you said they drafted Micaiah Becton, Denzel Mims, who's going to be a pretty nice receiver for them. They also drafted some young guys like Bryce Hall there, so they have a pretty good team. But I don't see them having a good record. I see them going 4-12, and 12, maybe getting them a good pick. And obviously, like, Quinton Williams didn't have the best first year for them. He, I think he was injured for a little bit. They traded away Leonard Williams. So they're losing some pieces, but they're, always, they're also growing some pieces. So I don't see this team doing well for a few years, but maybe their young guys like Darnold could um, product for them, and then they'll be a good team in a few years, but not yet. Okay, so before we move on to our, like, our fake awards, like best player in each, in each like, position and like rookies, all that, we're going to talk about some stats and like, maybe a few stat predictions. I'll start off with some Bill's stat predictions. So I'll go on with Josh Allen. 
How many how many touchdowns do you think he's gonna throw Jake this season? I don't think he's gonna throw I, I think he's more of a rushing guy. He's gonna have more he's gonna have a lot of rush I'm gonna tell you the stats from last year. Um through twenty touchdowns I see him having another twenty touchdown year, maybe even twenty five, but I think we'll stay around the low 20 area. What about you, Jake? Oh, so I went different. I see him as a rushing quarterback, but since they signed Stefan Diggs, I went way up, and I've been throwing 35 touchdowns. I think he's going to have a breakout season. But speaking of rushing yards, he's definitely going to have over, like, 200 rushing yards. He's a very, very fast guy. But I do throw him throwing, like, 13 picks because, I mean, if you're going to throw that many passes to, like, Stefan Diggs and, like, John Brown, who are very solid receivers, you're going to throw some picks, and they don't have a great O-line yet. So, I do see him throwing a good amount of picks, but I do see him throwing a lot of touchdowns. So, let's move on. So, we'll do, like, one more stat from a front position on the Bills. Let's, let's do Diggs. Let's do Stefan Diggs. So, for me, I have Stefan Diggs breaking out with 14 touchdowns and one th- plus 1,300 yards, which I think is actually pretty solid on my point. Jake, what do you have been doing? I think, like, I think he's on breakout. Looking at his stats from last year, he had six touchdowns, which is good, but, you know, he could build off of that. He had 1,130 yards. I see him having a 1,100 yard again. Like, maybe he'll catch, like, nine or ten touchdowns, which is maybe a little bit of a reach. But I see him having a really nice year and probably a pro bowler. Okay. I do agree with that. And for next, we're going to go on to the – I think we'll do the pink trip stats next. We'll start off with, I guess – no, we'll start off with, I think, we'll do QB. For me, I, I still have Cam Newton at my stat prediction for them. But if it's not Cam, there's dirt to him. So I think if Cam is their quarterback, he can definitely throw 27-plus touchdowns. If he is not their quarterback, I don't think Jared Stidham is throwing 25-plus touchdowns. I just don't see him doing that. To be honest, I doubt they're going to sign Cam Newton now because um, obviously I think, I don't know if you guys watched it, but Bill Belichick um, said he believes in Stidham. He says he's probably going to be the starter. But I see Stidham having not the best year, but he'll be pretty decent. He'll have, like... Maybe, like, in the high 2000s, maybe 3,000 yards. I don't know. Maybe, like, high 2000s. That's what I'm going for. I think he's going to throw a good amount of interceptions because of the guy like him. He's a young guy. But he's going to build off of a pretty – he's going to build off – he's going to be a pretty good player, but maybe not yet. Let's not rush it with him. Okay. And their other stat – let's go on to their defense stats. I know we're Sonny Michelle's great piece, and they got some good receivers. But let's say – let's do how many interceptions Gilmore. their things are getting. Let's do Stefan Gilmore's stats. So I see Gilmore getting five plus interceptions. I know that's a lot, but I do see him getting that, and he definitely is going to have like thirty plus tackles. I think he's just an absolute beast. Definitely Pro Bowler, one of the best defenders in my in the league. I think he might have five, even six plus interceptions. So what about you, Jake? What do you think he's going to do? So looking at his stats from last year, he he had six interceptions and he scored. Um, he had two pick sixes. So um, I could see him having like a six interception year again, and then. Maybe I think he has a chance to win the defensive player year again because he's probably one of the best defensive players in the league. He also had 53 tackles last year. I see, have, I see him having even more this year. So he's definitely going to be the same guy he was last year, maybe even better. Yeah, do agree with that. Now let's move on to the Dolphins stats. And we're gonna, for this team, let's do Tua. That, we're going to do Tua Tagovailoa stats, and let's do Devontae Parker's stats. So let's start with Tua Tagovailoa. And I see Tua throwing, I think, around 28, 27 touchdowns. And I see him throwing 2,400-plus passing yards, which is a lot. But on the other hand, I do have him throwing, like, 16 interceptions, 18 maybe, because their O-line is not great, and he's very young. So those are my stat predictions and why. But, um, let's, Jake, what do you have for Tua's stats? Well, um, I'm lo- I was looking at the stats, and I 
at some rookie stats from last year, like Kyler Murray, Daniel Jones, guys like that. And I looked at them. They all have pretty similar stats. And I see a guy like Tua. If he doesn't play because of his injury, the, the Dolphins might don't want to risk it because he could have a more serious injury. But obviously, I think he might have a 3,000-yard year, which sounds like a lot. But in reality, it's a very good amount. But still, I don't think he's going to be in the lower areas, like 3,100. Three, just like, um, he's going to throw, I think, like 20 touchdowns if he's healthy. and But his interception rate is going to be like maybe like 12 interceptions. So I see him having a really nice year to start his career, but maybe not the rookie of the year, but he's going to put up some pretty good numbers. I do agree. So now let's move on to breakout season last year, Devontae Parker. I was, I'm saying breakout, not just, but he is old, but I'm saying breakout because he had, I think based on his last year, definitely had like seven touchdowns, something like that. But I see him breaking out again, having maybe, you know, 11 touchdowns this season. And I think he can definitely break 800 yards catching. I think Devontae Parker's a very good, like, slot receiver. Pretty tall, I think, on his point for a slot receiver. And I think he's going to just go off this season. So you said you said he's a pretty old guy. He's still in his 20s, so I think he's still got a few years in him. But last year he had 1,200 yards and nine touchdowns. I see him going to 10 touchdowns. Like, that might seem like a lot, but... I think he's capable of that, and he'll probably stay in that 1,200 range. Maybe even 1,300 or go down to 1,100. It really depends on if Tua plays or not. Because Fitzpatrick, you know, he's he's not your um, star quarterback. He's your journeyman-type quarterback. But I, I see Devontae Parker having a Pro Bowl year. Okay. So now, lastly, for stats, let's do the Jets. Um, Sam let's, Darnold let's, and Le'Veon Yeah, let's do Lev and Sam Darnold. We'll start off with Sam Darnold. Um... I don't see Sam Darnold doing that good again. I see him throwing maybe 24, 25 touchdowns. Not that much. Maybe like similar maybe to rookie, maybe similar rookie to, to, to uh, stats. But I think definitely less touchdowns. Maybe 2,300 like, yards. I don't see him throwing that many yards because they don't have great receivers. And I do see him throwing a lot of picks with battle line. I, did, I know they did just draft an offense lineman, I think. or what, They drafted a... They drafted Makai Becton, so I do see the Jets maybe not throwing as many picks as last season for Sam Darnold, but it's definitely still like 13. And I still see him having a great season. So, Jake, what do you have to say about Sam Darnold? So, I like looking at people's stats from the year before, and he, he did break 3,000 yards, which is impressive, but his um, pick rate was not that well. He threw, thir- threw 13 interceptions and 19 touchdowns, which is not a great split, so... I see him going like to 2,800 yards and throwing just about like 19, 20 touchdowns like he did last year. Okay. So lastly, for our stats, let's go Le'Veon Bell. And Jake, you want to go first, Flev? Yeah, so obviously last year he didn't have a great year. He had a good year, but like he's not as good as people expected. He, didn't, he did not break 1,000 yards. Playing in 15 games, which he really should have done. If he if he was on the Steelers, he would have done that. But like like his prime, Le'Veon would have easily got a thousand yards. But he had 700 um, plus yards, and I definitely think he could break a thousand this year if he um if he if he goes back to the Le'Veon we're used to. But you never know what could happen with him. He could get hurt. He could just not perform well like he did last year. So we'll really see what happens. But I see him going maybe to 900 yards or possibly 1,000. But we'll really see what happens. Like, it's hard to call right now if they're they're going to delay the season or not. Okay, so for me, I do agree with you. And I think prior Le'Veon will be great. But I think Le'Veon's going to break out the season. I think he has maybe 12 touchdowns, 13 even. But most of them, I think, will rush. He's not really a catching guy. But I think he's going to break 900 yards rushing. I think he hit, might hit like 950 even. 
I think he's just going to be a very, very good running back this season with a good, solid O-line now. I think Stan Darnold, based on last season, who he didn't play great, maybe he's going to have to hand it off a little more. They don't have great receivers, so that's why I'm saying this, because they lost Robbie Anderson. I think he's going to break out. So one more one more thing before we move on to our um, player like awards. Um, I think I want to talk about like who do you see like going far in the postseason in this division? Obviously, I see the Bills maybe um, going to the so, round. in the series, in this NFL, like, series for our predictions, I think we should do, like, a playoff prediction. So, I'm not going to say that yet, but I do see the Bills definitely going far. I'm just going to leave that out there. But in our next few episodes, we will say playoff predictions soon. So, we'll see that for a, a new, like, a more, like, in the next episode. But I do see okay. the Bills going far. So, now let's move on to, like, maybe, like, big moves, like, predictions and, like, player status, like, who you think can get cut or, like, who you think will have, like, this amount of interceptions, blah, blah, blah. So let's go to the Bills. Let's say who you thinks gonna be the best rookie they drafted on this team. For um, me- let's do, I, I actually let's do MVP rookie of the year sleeper and most improved. Okay. Okay. So I'll start with MVP. I gotta go with Josh Allen for the Bills. You know, he's a great player. You know, he, obviously what I talked about him before. He's definitely still a young guy. He's definitely could still build on him uh, on how he plays. But I do see him having a really nice year. Who do you have for their MVP? So, for me, I do love Josh Allen, but I actually think of Devin Singletary. I think Devin Singletary is going to break out again and be, like, one of the stars on their team. And finally, stat-wise, yes, Josh Allen's first position stats are better, but I think this Devin Singletary might be one of the best players on this team now. So, let's move on to their rookie player, and I'll start with me. And so for me, it's going to be A.J. Epinesa from their defensive end. They picked with the 54th second-round pick out of Iowa. I think AJ is a very, very good player. He's more of a sack guy. Maybe get a lot of tackles, edge rusher. He's very, very good, and he's definitely gonna be their best, like best. Because all the rookies they picked, none of them are very like good to me. Besides, I guess Zach Moss and Jake Fromm are good, but AJ Epines is definitely the best out of all they drafted. So for me, so, he's gonna be their rookie of the year. So I also had AJ Espinosa here. You know, obviously they traded their first rounder to the. I believe it was the Vikings for Stefan Diggs. So. I went with their second rounder in AJ Espinosa. I think, like what Jake said, he's gonna he, he might take a little bit to develop, in my opinion, but he's definitely gonna benefit their defense and how gonna help them. Yeah. So now sleeper. let's move on to their their sleeper player, and for me, their sleeper is gonna have to be Cole Beasley. I know Cole Beasley is getting old, but he he's just a very very good good defender. I'm good, I'm good receiver. He catches a lot of balls, maybe not many touchdowns. I see him definitely going over for like five touchdowns. He's like a, more of like that outside guy, pretty big, but no one really talks about him. So I think he's definitely gonna be a sleeper for this season. So mine, I think this guy is just super underrated. John Brown, the receiver. He 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 broke a thousand yards. No one talks about this guy. He. He broke a thousand yards last year. He had six touchdowns. He had a really nice year, so he could definitely still be one of their best players. And I see him being like a sleeper guy that no one really talks about. Okay. And is there like one last word you said? Were we going to do offensive player? Most improved. Most, most improved, improved player. So my most improved player is also on that on that point going to be Cole Beasley. Last season he didn't play great. I think this season, even though he's like twenty nine, I think he's gonna have another like more not break yet, but like definitely more, three more touchdowns this season. I think he's underrated. Even though he's the third best receiver on their team, I think he's definitely going to have a good season. With Josh Allen at quarterback, a, good, a solid O-line, I think he's just going to do good. So he's my most most improved and sleeper. 
So my most improved is your MVP, actually, Devin Singletary. Um, I know he had a great year last year. I think he could be a top guy in the league, like, in a few years. That's why I think he's going to jump from – he was he was here last year. Like, he was pretty good player, but he's going to jump to a really good player this year, I think. So we could definitely see him in the Pro Bowl, in my opinion, and maybe he's a top guy in the league. So let's move on to the Patriots. Yep. And I'll start with my MVP for them. I got to go with Gilmore. You know, mm-hmm. he, he won the, he won defensive player of the year last year. He's just an awesome defensive player for them. And I, I, I think he's going to win that award. Who do you have? I also have to go Stephon Gilmore. One of the best defenders in the league, maybe even the best. And it's just a no-brainer. I mean, yes, they have Julian Edelman, Sonny Michelle. If there's a coach player there, probably Bill Belichick. But, I mean, Stephon <laughs> Gilmore is a no-brainer. I think you have to go with him. I mean, they do have a solid defense. They lost some players, too. I think they lost Manoy. I mean, it's a no-brainer, pretty much. They don't have that many pieces, so he's definitely going to be the, the best player on the team next season. Yeah, so, Jake, you could do our rookie of the year. I definitely agree with what you just said. So, there. our rookie of the year, I'm going to have to go with – it's a tough one, but I'm going to go with their third-round pick, my boy, um, Anthony Jennings from Alabama, outside linebacker, because they ha- took Kyle Duggar in the second round, but he's a D2 player. They took, they took Josh Uche – uh, another outside linebacker from Michigan in the second round. Also not bad, but I think Anthony Jennings definitely a steal. Great player out of Bama. I think he's got a lot of talent in him. He did have some injuries last season, injury prone for like I think it was a conference champ, like the semis to go to beat to, so they could have gone, or whatever it was. Some game he got injured, but he is maybe a little injury prone on his knees, but I think he's a great player and he's definitely their best rookie they've picked on my point. Yeah, so Jake, I definitely, I, I loved what you said about him there, but you know, I, they in the second round they took a D two player and we don't really know much about him. Kyle Duggar, I believe his name was. So I went with Josh Uchi from from Michigan. I do think he has decent potential to be a solid player. Maybe not a great player immediately. He's a good. He's going to be a, pa- a good pass rusher for them. So definitely see him being a pretty good player in a few years. Okay, so now we're gonna go to our most improved player, right? No, sleeper, sleeper, sleeper player, our sleeper, sleeper player for the Bill for the for the Pats. It's a tough one, but I'm gonna go with Nikhil Harry. I think Nikhil Harry has potential. He was injured most of the season last season. That's why he's my sleeper because no one really talks about him because he was injured almost the entire season. But I do think Nikhil Harry can definitely break six touchdowns because they don't have that many other pieces. I guess Devin Asiasi they picked and Julian Elman. And Sonny Michelle, but I think even Stidham or Cam Newton, if they can throw it to this guy, he's going to catch a lot of passes, maybe a few touchdowns. I think he's definitely a sleeper. That's a little questionable for me. I don't really agree with everything you just said there, Jake. But I had Jared Stidham. Like like we said, you know, Stidham, if he's good, he's going to be really good. If he's bad, he could be pretty bad. Like high ceiling, high four. So I definitely see him having a decent year. Maybe like what I said before. Like, the 2,000-yard range is good for him. Like, he's not going to immediately be Tom Brady in his first year, but he's definitely going to be a pretty good quarterback in two or three years. So who do you have for most improved, James? So most improved, it's a tough one, but I'm going to go with Mohamed Sanu. I think Sanu was pretty bad last season. I think he definitely break three, four touchdowns, and even as a kick return, he might get maybe even one touchdown just because he's so fast. Very, He's very agile and big, strong dude, I think. Maybe not that many touchdowns though, because they don't have a great team really. And I said maybe like five touchdowns, which isn't that bad. And I think he definitely break like yeah. five hundred yards. So I think he's a solid receiver, gonna have an improvement after last season, even though he's getting old. He's gonna be my most improved player for the past. So my my player was um, Sony Michelle. He's already been a good player in his first two years, but I think he can make a jump to be a top running back in the league. 
like maybe that's a little bit too much of a push, but I definitely see him being a top running back. You know, last year he put up 900 yards, which is really nice for a running back. You know, hopefully I think he might be able to get the, might get to um, 1,000 this year, but I definitely see him having a really nice year. And, yeah, so we'll move on to our next team in the Dolphins. I'll go first. Um, for my MVP, I have Byron Jones, um, who they, they, they signed. I think Byron Jones is a, a great player. He was definitely a great signing for them. You know, they needed a guy like him, a star like him, to help benefit their young team, you know. The top cornerback in the league, he's played on the Cowboys for a while now. But now switching teams, he's going to help them out a lot. And, yeah, I think I think he's going to be a pretty nice player. So, for me, I had to go with my UConn Husky man, Byron Jones, too. Great signing on my point. Even though a lot of Cowboys fans don't like him, but a lot of do, do like him. I'm going to say why they don't like him. A lot of fans don't like him because he can't make a play in a ball for his life. He only gets, like, a couple interceptions. But he is great at guarding players, and that's why he's going to be so good. Like, I don't think any, like, best receiver on any team can really do that good against him. Like, maybe, like, players like Michael Thomas will do good. But if you put a player like Sterling Shepard or, like, Michael Gallup, like, those types of, like, solid players like Marvin Jones against Byron Jones, they're going to get locked up and then not going to do that good at my point. So that's why I think it's a great signing, even though they, they may have overpaid him a little bit, but I think he's just going to do great. Yeah, so for um, for the for the rookie of the year for the Dolphins, there's two guys. Like, if Tua plays, he's going to be there. But I think if he doesn't play, um, it's going to be um, Austin Jackson, um, who they drafted in the first round. You know, they had three first-rounders. Austin Jackson's a great player, you know. Um, I liked listening to his story in the draft. He had a very inspiring story with his sister. And also, they also had another first-round pick. I'm scared to say his name wrong, Noah Igbayani. But those guys also could, all could win that award, but I really see it going through two with two of them. Okay, so, so for me, for I think that for sleeper ready. pick, not the amount of draft pick, Sleeper-wise, I'm going to have to go with a player that's been in the team for a very, very long, pretty long time, maybe a couple of years, and Albert Wilson. Albert Wilson never gets talked about, even though he does put up definitely over five touchdowns every single year, I think. I think I see him getting six, seven touchdowns of Tua, even 750 yards. He's just a great, tall, big man, almost like a tight end, but no one even talks about him. That's why he's my sleeper. So he's my sleeper, and now we're going to move on to our... Like, no, I, need, I want to say my sleeper. Okay, okay. I have Mike Kosicki. Okay. So, definitely think he has good potential. Um, you know, last year he was decent. He had around 700 yards. He caught a few touchdowns. You know, he's a young guy. He definitely could build off what he did last year and become maybe not a star tight end, but he could also be a pretty nice role player for the, um, the Dolphins to keep. So, and now we're going to move on to our last thing for the Dolphins, which is like the draft pick guy. For me, I think the Dolphins have had an insanely good draft. Probably the best draft class I've seen in a while by them. Because they have Noah Bonohenny, they have Austin Jackson, Tua Tagovailoa, Raekwon Davis of Alabama. But I'm going to have to go with the no-brainer, Tua. Just a great player. If he stays healthy, definitely one of the best rookie quarterbacks in this draft class easily. And it's just a no-brainer for me. We talked about stats earlier. Going to be pretty solid if he's healthy. And that's my draft, like, draft player of the year for them. And now let's move on to the last team in the New York Jets. So I'll go first. Should I go first? Yeah. So my MVP is the man who requested trade, Jamal Adams. You know, obviously he might not be a Jet to start the year, but you know he he's he's an unbelievable player. We all know that. 
Jamal Adams is a great player, one of the best defensive players in the league. So I think he's de- definitely their best player as of now. But if he gets traded, he'll be he'll probably be one of the best players on his next team, if not the best player. Okay. So for me, as of now, it would be Jamal Adams, but I don't see him being a Jet. So most likely, I'm going to have to go with Le'Veon Bell. I think Lev, as we said earlier, maybe could have a breakout season. And I think it's a solid, very, very solid Pro Bowl running back if he plays like his prior self on the Steelers. So that's my MVP. And now, rookie of the year. I'll, go, I'll start Rookie of the Year. Rookie of the Year we're going to do now, okay. So mine, I like Mekhi Becton. I also like Denzel Mims. But at the end of the day, I'm going to take the offensive player because um, I like looking at the stats more. And I think Denzel Mims... It's not going to be immediate impact to them, but definitely in a few years, he could be a pretty nice receiver for them. Maybe he could turn out to be like what Sterling Shepard is to the Giants, one of their best receivers, but it's not like a Pro Bowl guy, just like a pretty nice guy to keep on your team. Okay. So for me, it came down to year two players in Becton and Denzel Mims, both offensive players. One's an offensive tackle and one is a receiver. End of the day, I have to go with Denzel Mims, but just saying, Makai Becton, this is why I didn't pick him. He's a boom or a bust. And this is saying, I mean, if he's a boom, he's just one of the best off. He's going to be one of the best offensive tackles in the entire league right away because he's so big and strong. But he could be a bust because he fails drug tests. That's one reason why he could be a bust. I mean, he's a big player. so And a lot of big offensive tackles that picked early can suck, like Eric Flowers by Giants a few years ago. So yeah. you never know. That's why he's not going to be my rookie. But if he, I'm calling it right now, if he's a boom, he's going to be one of the best, off, one best offensive tackles in the league. But I'm going to go with Denzel Mims, and I think Denzel Mims is going to have just a few shiny moments. I think he's a very solid player, maybe even five touchdowns for a rookie. So like you said, I'm very like a player you want on your team, but now like a Pro Bowl player. So like like a solid player. So he's my rookie of the year. Now it's going to Sleeper. And- Here, I'll start. I'll start us off. My Sleeper has been a role player his whole career, Ryan Griffin. Um, he has he went to your he went to your favorite college, UConn. But um, I see him having a pretty nice year. Not a star, but He's always going to be a solid player for the Jets. You know, obviously, last year, he, he played for them a little bit. He was hurt for a few games, but in the games he played, he was pretty productive. He had about 400 yards, so I see him being a pretty solid player for them and kind of better than he was last year. So, my sleeper is tied with two players, which is my boy Ryan Griffin out of UConn and the other tight end on the team, and Chris Herndon, who was injury, was injury pro- was all was injured all last season, so that's why Ryan Griffin had a big breakout. But now I think if he's healthy, they're going to play both of them. So I think both of them will have solid years, both maybe like four touchdowns each. I think Ryan Griffin's the player that no one really talks about ever, like you don't really think about him, but he's been a role player for like five years now. Very solid tight end that, that you want on your team. He's getting a little older, he's still very solid. Broke out last season, think he's a solid player. And Hernan, on the other hand, I think Chris Hernan is that player that is a big, big, big time. Like Evan Ingram, I think it's my comparison. Very solid player. And he's also pretty good. So, um, let's Final one is most improved. I'll go first. Um, it's their inside, one of their inside linebackers, Avery Williamson. So, last, he, he does have a torn ACL, and he probably will miss the year. But if he, if he did play, I see. Well, he had a torn ACL. He missed all of last year, but I think he's going to come back this year and be a really nice guy, really good player for them. And and when he the the year before he got hurt, he had a pretty nice year. He had eighty tackles, um, forty assists, some good stats there. So definitely see him um, being a pretty good player when he comes back from his injury. And for so, me, for our last thing of the day, my most improved for Jets. 
going to be Jameson Crowder, their number one receiver right now, who I think is going to have definitely even eight touchdowns. Pretty solid season. No one really talks about him anymore because, like, the team's not really that good. He was on the Redskins for a while. Pretty good. Solid. Very, like, just big overall good player. And that's going to end our podcast for today. One more thing. One more thing. Jake, what are your takeaways from this division? Do you think it's a top division or, like, a – is it a high-tier division, middle-tier, or low-tier division? I'm going to have to go middle-tier. They're not high for me because they don't have many great teams, but they're not low because they have a lot of potential. A lot of the players in this division either win like awards like Stephon Gilmore or they have young potential like the like the Dolphins have one young potential and the Jets do too. So that's why they're not high or low for me. They're going to be middle tier on my list. Yeah, so for me, they're like more towards the low tier, but I'm going to put them at middle because there are some good, like the Pats and Bills are still pretty good teams. Dolphins could be good in a few years and you never know what the Jets are going to do. So this is a good division, and for the viewers, thank you guys for listening. We hope you guys are staying safe during this awful pandemic, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Peace. Peace, guys. Thank you.